Listener warning. This episode contains bad words. Listener discretion is always advised when I'm involved. Welcome to another episode of Notes on Nonsense. I'm your host, Meredith Atwood. For those who are just starting to play along at home, these are the weekly episodes of the Same 24 Hours podcast where I discuss something that is nonsense and tell you why. (laughs) So this is in celebration of my new book coming out in December, The Year of No Nonsense. So here we go. Today's episode is FOMO is bullshit. For those who do not know what FOMO is, it's an acronym standing for fear of missing out. This is a very common phrase in the endurance and racing community because when people sign up for races, our friends, we often say, oh my god, you guys, I totally have FOMO. And then we sign up for the race, even though we may have previously made a declaration to ourselves that we were not going to race anytime soon in the near future because we wanted to do strength training, lose weight, take more time with the kids, da 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 There's always a list that we want to prioritize over the race. So this is not just about racing. We have FOMO in all sorts of areas of our lives. We have fear of missing out of life in general, I think. We're scared that someone else is doing something way more fun than we are, way more exciting, adventurous, smart, or family-oriented, or they're being a better person in general. I think FOMO extends to freaking everything these days. And social media is certainly not helping the disease that is FOMO. So why is FOMO absolutely bullshit? Well, I don't necessarily think fear of missing out is complete and utter bullshit all of the time. Sometimes you might really be missing out. (laughs) And for the example that I always use is sometimes my husband will say, oh my gosh, I'm going to take the kid. Okay, first of all, (laughs) that guy never says, oh my gosh. So let me start over. My husband might say, "Um, I'm going to take the kids for the day and you can have a day to yourself. And then I say, oh my gosh. See, it's me who says it. I say, oh my gosh, that's so great. Thank you so much. And then he's like, we're going to go plan this amazing day. And all of a sudden, I feel it. I have FOMO. What am I going to miss today? What are they going to do that's so exciting that I can't possibly live without? And the answer for any mom out there is probably... (laughs) Like, not much. I mean, you're going to miss out, but you can't be everywhere all the time to everyone, right? So FOMO is a very real thing in all aspects of our lives. We're scared we're going to miss some special, precious moment with our kids. And dude, I get it. We probably are at some point. And for anyone who has experienced loss, I know that, yeah, you'd give anything to do something mundane with your kids. I totally get that. So let's direct that FOMO to something else. I don't... like. I know I can always touch a nerve with someone and I can't convey a message clearly if I'm constantly trying to be scared of offending anyone. So if this applies to you in a hurtful way, disregard and think about something else. Think about FOMO with a Big Mac (laughs) because this is the way I look at it. When I see someone eating a Big Mac or God forbid the filet of fish, I love that damn fish sandwich. I truly, truly do. When I see someone eating that thing, I'm like, okay, I have fear of missing out. Like 100 absolute, 100% miss that type of junk food. But then I have to remind myself what is true about the filet of fish. Like, I don't think I've ever eaten one of those, and it's turned out very well gastrointestinally. Gastrointestinally. Is that a word? 
So FOMO absolutely stretches to silly things, to big things, to life-changing things, to things that cost a whole heck of a lot of money. And I will tell you in my experience with endurance sports, just for example, when I have signed up for a race based on sheer FOMO, i.e. poor Charlie, my friend from Atlanta, he would sign up for a race, I would have FOMO, and I would sign up and then I would never show up, like ever, to any races and it became a joke with us because he's like oh are you going to sign up for that and not do it and I used to get offended but then I realized I was only signing up for the race because I wanted to like ride bikes with Charlie it was very simple and so I eventually just stopped signing up for races and I look back on the races that I completed and I did very well I often trained alone or if I was training with someone they were doing another race so I would sign up for a race on my own volition like pick it choose it And then I'd find training people. And so that was when I realized that I was really registering for that race or that event for a reason that was true to me. It wasn't fear of missing out on something else. And I think that's a key component. When we're too busy worrying that we're missing out on something, we are missing out on something. Does that make sense? (laughs) If we are too busy worrying that we're actually supposed to be doing something else, we're not doing the thing that we need to be doing, the thing that actually sets our heart on fire. You can go and hang out with your friends. You can train with them if it's an endurance race. You can show up to their events. You can do a lot of things without having FOMO come into play as far as like doing the thing that Um, you know, ties you to a race or ties you to an event or especially like something like PTA or some other school related event that we often don't have FOMO, fear of missing out. We have something else and I'm not very quick on my feet, but it would be like fear of being scrutinized, fear of being scrutinized, fobs. (laughs) We would have fobs Fear of being scrutinized for not signing up for the PTA, the picnic, the casserole, whatever we're supposed to do, we get fobs, right? So we either have fear of missing out or fear of being scrutinized because you're not really missing out when you don't sign up to bring a potluck, right? No, you're not missing out. Let's be real. And now the Potluck Association of America sends a tweet. Angry. Top, 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 top. Okay, so we have FOMO and we have fobs apparently. Fear of being scrutinized. See, I come up with something new every episode. Last week was Meredith Syndrome. This week is Fobs. You're very welcome. (laughs) You're so welcome. But seriously, why do we have a fear of missing out? Usually, if we think about it, it's coming down to a fear of being scrutinized. Yeah, we may want to not get left out with our people, sure. And that's fine. Just go hang out with them regardless of the thing that's attached to it. (laughs) Just go make a date with your people. That's the real answer. You want community, you want connection. So forge a connection without having FOMO over it. Does that make sense? Yes, of course it does. But I think what we're doing when we're actually experiencing FOMO is we feel like we are being scrutinized. We feel that we are not making someone happy that they are disappointed in us, that if we do not tag along, that it is somehow going to be a rejection. And if we are people pleasers, see last week's notes on nonsense, people pleasing is bullshit. If we are people pleasers, it's really hard not to have a gene of FOMO or FOBs. I mean, I got on this podcast and I thought I was talking about FOMO and now I'm talking about FOBs, but this is where I wanted to go with it for sure because FOMO is bullshit. We need to do the things that are moving our help, our hopes, 
our dreams and our pursuit of happiness and success and our health and all of that forward. That's what we should have our eyes on at all times. If at any time we are doing something from a wrong place in our heart, and look, I get that we have to do things we don't like. That is called life. It's so true. But at our core, we should continue to move forward in a way that feels organic to us, that feels authentic, true to ourselves. The whole time I was an attorney, I knew I was not living an authentic life. Was I making a good living for my family? Sure, absolutely I was. And that felt good. It certainly did. But I knew that I was not living authentically as I tried to stand in in a courtroom and deliver, you know, (laughs) I was going to say a speech. I don't even remember what lawyers deliver. That's how far removed I am. Is that bad? No, it's great because it's authentic at this point. This is who I am. I am living the version of my life that I want to live. Am I living my perfect life? Is everything perfect? Hell freaking no. But I am working toward it constantly. So when you are doing FOMO or FOBs, you are absolutely 100% not being authentic to yourself. Again, when you agree to do something or push forward with something that you really don't want to do, but you're doing it because of FOMO or FOBs, you're, you're bidding for connection or you're bidding for people to like you, or you want to fit in, or you want to set a goal that, you know, if I sign up for this race, then I'm going to lose the 50 pounds. When If you would just zero in on what you really want, and also the goals that you may have previously set before the FOMO showed up. And here's how this plays out in like endurance sports. It happens every off season. We go into off season saying, this is the off season and the year that I'm going to get it right. (laughs) I'm going to strength train. I'm going to wake up my dead glutes. I'm going to lose 15 pounds. I'm not going to eat all the treats at Christmas. And these are very valuable goals and things that we should want to work for if that's your thing. And every single off season, the rumbling starts to happen around maybe January. I mean, I think it's new year, new you garbage, right? (laughs) Um, Hence, I have a title of a book named The Year of No Nonsense. That cannot be underscored here. Um, (laughs) But you, you start to think, oh my gosh, this is a new year. I need to set new goals and maybe a new race. When all along, maybe perhaps in the off season, you've done none of the things that you set out to do. And this causes a lot of internal stress. It really does. Like when we set a goal and we say, you know, I really am going to work toward this. And then for whatever reason, FOMO or FOBs, we just drop it. I want to wake up my glutes. I want my glutes to not be dead anymore so I don't have back pain and so I can run better. And then we just don't do our squats or our activation exercises whatsoever because then we have signed up for a race and we need to run more. It is absolute and utter bullshit when we do this stuff because you need to do the thing you originally set out for because that's going to improve this whole thing with FOMO. Even if you do the FOMO thing, you need to somehow do the thing that you originally said you were going to (laughs) do. This is as clear as mud sometimes. I know. But truly, FOMO and FOBs are total and absolute hindrances to what you want to do. Because if you sign up for a race or you sign up for an event or jump on whatever bandwagon because you have a friend doing it and you raise your hand and you say, yeah, 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 wait, Meredith, you're wrong. I chose this because I wanted to. This was part of my goal set. Okay, that's not FOMO. That's goals. 
It's different. I'm talking about the thing where someone talks you into doing something you don't necessarily want to do, but you're scared not to do it because you think you're going to miss out. You're going to miss out on what? This is the key. This is the challenge for you. When you start to feel the FOMO, ask yourself what you're really feeling. When I coach my lifestyle clients, we have an exercise that we go through when they want to do a destructive behavior, whether it's drink or binge eat. And the question is, what are you actually feeling right now? So when the FOMO is happening, what are you actually feeling? The feeling is something else. For me, when the husband and the kids take off, I feel this enormous sense of guilt and I feel an enormous sense of I'm missing out on my children's lives and I'm a bad mother. Just for not going to the park. That's garbage. You know, I don't want to go to the park. I don't. I love my family, but I don't want to go to the freaking park. I want to sit here and do what I need to do, which moves me toward my goals. I want to record this podcast. (laughs) So that is what I'm asking. Ask yourself the feelings, the emotions, the fears you're experiencing if you don't do this thing, if you don't sign up for this thing, if you don't call this person back and agree to do whatever. What are you actually missing out on? You're missing out on perhaps connection. You're missing out on a goal. But the goal has to line up with your current goals. But Meredith, I don't have any goals. Oh, no. (laughs) And that's okay, too. Elizabeth Gilbert did a great post on Facebook the other day. Um, It wasn't the other day. It was like six months ago. Everything is the other day for me. I think that's a Southern thing. But she did a post that she went to, um, I guess it was her speaking event, and she told every, she like her thing for the event was go after your dreams, pursue your passion. And she, this is Elizabeth Gilbert talking, saying that she received a message after her event from someone who said that she, Elizabeth Gilbert, basically ruined this person's life because she didn't happen to have any goals or dreams. And so she sat there and thought the whole time, I am never going to be anything that I would like to be. I'm never going to amount to anything because I don't have this like burning passion or these fiery goals. And an interesting thing about that is it's okay. Gary John Bishop, who I interviewed, I think he's like 10 episodes back, maybe 20 now with these, but 10 on the interview list. He says goals and dreams are garbage. What you're doing with your life right now is your life. And I thought, well, wait a minute. I'm a big believer in hopes and dreams. But the way he said things really changed my perspective in a great way. And that's all we're here to do, right, is to get new perspectives. So what Gary John Bishop said, he said, whatever you're doing right now, that is your life. Do it well. Do it with integrity. If that's your job and you hate it, do it well anyway and figure out the next step. Figure out the next action. Sure, you can think big, but where you are is what your current passion is. Because that's what, it's life. You're in the present. You're living life right now. And we are here to live. And I think sometimes we're so stuck in the past or so concerned with what's happening tomorrow that we're not actually living. So the additional challenge out of this podcast is instead of having fear of missing out or fear of being scrutinized, let's have fear of not living. F-O-N-L. Funnel. (laughs) We're not going to go with that one. Fear of not 
living and living with a capital L like I do in my book. We are here to live. Life is hard sometimes. Everything can be difficult, but we are here to step into our lives, to live and to do what we can with what we have. So if goals and hopes and dreams and passions makes your head spin, think about that. And don't worry about missing out because we're only going to miss out if we're not opening our eyes, seeing the truth and living our best today. Thanks, you guys. Until next time.